The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. This is a search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk a little bit about SEO tools. Joining us is Noah Lerner, who is the product director at Two Octobers, which is a network of experts, teachers, and collaborators who take a human-centric approach to data-driven marketing and decision-making. Two Octobers services combine best-in-class execution with coaching and training to help marketers achieve extraordinary results. And today, Noah and I are going to talk about APIs, automation, SEO tools, and just generally finding your place in the SEO world. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Noah Lerner, product director at Two Octobers. Noah, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, it is so good to be with you. Psyched to have you as a guest on the show. Thank you so much for making the time. You're a a busy man. Rumor has it you're out in Colorado and uh, working on some interesting things with Google Search Console. Let's talk a little bit about your background and finding your place in SEO. Uh, Tell me a little bit about you. Cool. So before getting into SEO, I had about a 20-year career working in the bike industry, bicycles. And so I started on the ground floor. And then from there, ended up... Literally. Literally. And then I ended up managing a shop that did about $2 million a year in revenue. And part of that was leading all of our digital efforts. So both building the website, writing all the copy, doing all the conversion rate optimization... So I got to do a lot of the web work that we do now professionally on the ground inside of a business for a number of years. So I learned a lot of lessons there, which then 
translated into doing digital work when I started working with a company called Smart Etailing in 2015. And they're like the industry's leading bicycle e-commerce platform. I worked for them for about a year and a half and determined that it was going to be a great fit for me to run my own company, which was really neat. And I launched something called Bike Shop SEO, which we then merged with two Octobers in the end of March of last year. So yeah. what I'm hearing from you is that you had a non-traditional SEO background. You didn't go to school for data science and engineering. You were literally in a bike gang, or at least maybe not in a <laughs> bike gang, but you were a biker. And you took those skills and the practical skills that you learned, which is interesting to me. Most of the time, SEOs come from a background that is not an education in SEO, so what attracted you to SEO and how did you find yourself, you know, in this as a, uh, yeah. you know, competitive sport? So I started doing print design back in 2001, which led to web design, then web development. And at each step along the way in that path, I always wanted to be three years ahead. I was always trying to find skill sets that would work for three years in advance. And for me in 2015, SEO still felt like there was a bit of wizardry to it which meant that as a career, it had longevity. And that was really interesting to me at a point in time that I only understood how to do stuff on page, right? And then learning all the technical underpinnings of how the web works and how search works has gotten me even more excited because now I get to think a lot about data at scale, whether that's Google Search Console data or mashing it up with data that comes out of other APIs. And I just get so jacked thinking about data and helping businesses make money when they leverage it makes me that's a crazy departure from hands-on bikes and then web development to now being in data studios and, and understanding and manipulating big sets of data i'm sure along the way you had to learn a lot of the technical skills and about being efficient, uh, using different tools. Talk to me about some of the you know, lessons you learned and, and some of the tools that you use. Yeah. So in terms of lessons learned along the way, it's like one of the things that I found was how important it was to have what you do every day align with what you're actually good at. You know, like when I ran my own agency, the thing that I hated was all the operational stuff, like making sure all the deliverables are completed every month making sure that all of the, the work is properly scoped. What I found was the thing that I excelled at was almost like working in a bike shop again. Like something comes in and it's broken and we need to fix it, right? And I have really advanced problem-solving skills and I'm incredibly tenacious. And so if there's a problem in front of me that needs to find a solution, I'm going to work on it and come up with a solution for it. And I know that that seems trite or just sort of like not super focused, but it's enabled me to learn stuff at a rate that's much faster than most people who are trying to learn the same things. Not in a humble braggy way at all either, too. It's just like... Noah, you're on the podcast, Humble Brag Away. That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as much as I joke around, you've obviously learned a tremendous amount about a very complicated field. And, you know, it's an interesting story to me because not only do you have to learn sort of the, the lingo and the strategies of SEO, but the technical aspect as well 
can be overwhelming. I know that it feels that way for me. I come from a more of a content marketing background and we talk about some of the page load details and crawls and my eyes roll back in my head because it's a complicated topic. And all I have to do is sit here in front of a microphone and talk about it and not actually be an operator. So it's easier for me than the people that are actually practicing. Now, time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. That said, you also mentioned that, you know, you had to learn how to get rid of the time sucks. And I'm assuming that a lot of that is about automation. So you've done two things incredibly well. You've learned the practice coming from a different background and you figured out how to be time efficient. Talk to me about some of the automation tools that you've used and how have they helped you carve out the time to be able to learn the operational practices. Oh, that's awesome. So it started for me with a tool called If This Then That, which was probably in 2008, 9 or 10. Then I learned Zapier. And then from Zapier, I learned another automation tool called Integromat, which I think is really awesome if you haven't used it and you like no-code automations. It's a great tool to learn. And then from there, I was sick of paying for those tools. So I then learned how to connect APIs directly uh, using a piece of software called AppScript, which is Google's proprietary version of JavaScript. And then from there, I went into JavaScript and learned a language called Node.js, which is how I primarily connect to different APIs and connect them together these days. Okay, so you're using some of the no-code solutions, starting with, you call it if this, then that. I always called it ift, but the same thing. And you kind of went through a series of those tools, and now you're actually developing and managing APIs and weaving them together. So if you're using what used to be the no-code solutions and now you're more on the development side weaving APIs together, what are some of the processes that you're actually automating that were taking you the most time? So all kinds of things like monthly scheduling communications with clients, monthly internal and external surveys around client and team happiness, delegation of project work on a monthly basis, so that at, at the first day of the month, all of the project work for an entire agency gets delegated out to all the members of the team. 
That was something that I built when I was at Bike Shop SEO. We built some really cool stuff around PPC feeds so that we can take in a feed from someone's point of sale system and turn it into a PPC feed for Google Merchant Center. That is a massive competitive advantage in the cycling industry that we developed so that we could build out a feed that's unique in the cycling industry, which is a really powerful time saver. Other types of automations, I mean, mainly it's around data and reporting in terms of the SEO automations. We're not doing stuff on page so much. Sometimes I'll build out automated solutions that around like soft 404s or 404s that are built with JavaScript, but that's not really the same kind of thing that you're getting at, I think. Yeah. So when you talk about automating the data flow in SEO, where are you grabbing the data from? What are some of the tools that you're piping into? And I'm assuming you're using APIs to grab the data. You're feeding it into automation into some sort of a tool. Walk me through that workflow. So using uh, Node.js, we store these pieces of software up in Google's cloud environment. And then we query data from a variety of different APIs, including Google Search Console. We then write the data up into Google BigQuery, which is their proprietary database solution. And then from there, we visualize it or even join it together with other datas to give us insights to make uh, different performance decisions around how to optimize content or even to build content. So what are the sources that you're grabbing data from? You mentioned... Google Search Console, are there any other places where you're able to grab SEO-related data and feed it into BitQuery that are you know interesting and relevant? Yeah, sure. Tons. Some that I'm really interested in are Google Trends, Google Search Console, Google Ads, Google Analytics. I think data for SEO is really fascinating. If people aren't using that yet, they have a variety of different APIs available that give you tons of information about how different search queries are working to the point where you could build a local rank tracker and probably duplicate the types of functionality that you're seeing with those really cool GeoGrid types of layovers. I think that that API is the one that I'm the most excited about is data for SEO, for sure. And is that a Google property or is that a third party? No, 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 no. It's a third-party tool. And what's really amazing about it is that it gives you information about all of the rich features. It gives you information about the shopping carousel. It gives you information about the knowledge panel. It gives you information about the local pack. It gives you people also ask. It gives you related terms. And the thing that's really crazy about it is how cheap it is or inexpensive it is. And what that means is that you can quickly start to join really cool data that you can only see in the SERPs with data that you're getting out of Search Console. And then when you join them together, you can really start to dive deep into the search intent, which is really interesting to me. The most interesting part of this conversation to me is how you've been able to make the transition from a field that was outside of a technical field, creating bikes, working at a bike shop, working your way up and into the technical components of weaving data together in SEO. I think that's a fascinating story. I want to bring you back again tomorrow. We're going to talk about some of the more advanced work you're doing, trying to suck out data from Google Search Console and doing a better job visualizing it. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with No 
Noah Lerner, the product director at Two Octobers. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Noah and I are going to discuss Google Search Console's API as the new table stakes. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Noah, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Noah Lerner, that's N-O-A-H-L-E-A-R-N-E-R, or you could visit his company's website, which is twooctobers.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.